Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. That's right. You are tuned into Snug Wrestling, where it's wrestling all day, every day. And now here is your host, Edgar Avila. The day one Monday Night Raw on the 1st of January of the new year 2024 was one for the books to remember. WWE has set the tone for the new year with the return of The Rock on Monday Night Raw for the first time in eight years, just in time for the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. WWE is letting everyone in the wrestling world know they are not playing around this year, and that is really good to see. We're all hoping for a much better year in wrestling in 2024 and if aew is not going to give that to us then at least there is hope folks we also got two major titles being defended and a match five years in the making and we're going to be going over all of this and so much more here today what is going on folks welcome back again to snug wrestling with me your host my name is edgar monday night raw was in san diego california so let's get into to that let's go the opening match to this Monday Night Raw was Becky Lynch versus Nia Jax. The match we have all been dying to see for over five years, said no one ever. The build-up to this match over the past couple of weeks was very dry and stale, mostly because the promos these two WWE superstars were doing on each other were very uninteresting. Nia Jax accidentally broke Becky Lynch's nose five years ago, and Becky was never able to get her revenge until now. That didn't stop the WWE from making this match happen even after all of this time, and they even put together some fiery hype video packages for this match. The hype videos in WWE are always really good and will sell the casual viewer on almost any match, no matter who it is. But if you have been watching weekly and saw the promos in real time, you would not be looking forward to this match however the people in attendance popped really big for becky lynch either way because hate becky lynch or love becky lynch she is a huge star in wwe and one of the biggest draws in the women's division nia Jax returned to the wwe on the monday night episode of september 11th and since then has defeated all of her opponents including zoe starks raquel rodriguez and Shayna baszler in very convincing matches and now you can add becky lynch to that list as well nia Jax was able to get the win over the man with a right hook then the annihilator after becky lynch took the fight to the much bigger nia Jax. something tells me this is not over and the feud with nia Jax and becky lynch will continue into the new year another feud that is going to continue into the new year is cody rhodes versus good old shin shin Nakamura. We are still stuck watching this feud and so is Cody because even Cody feels like this should have been over by now. Nakamura continues to go after Cody Rhodes verbally and physically and also going after Cody Rhodes's family by saying a lot of nasty things about Dusty Rhodes and Cody Rhodes's daughter. And Cody Rhodes is not about to let Shin talk about his daddy and get away with it. So Cody Rhodes for like the third week in a row 
comes out to the ring, cuts a promo on the evil Japanese heel, demanding him to come out to the ring so they can finish this story once and for all. And for the third week in Raw, Shin does not come out. Instead, he responds with a pre-recorded video package with super cool comic book images on the Titan Tron, telling Cody, sorry pal, not tonight. We were going to get some tag team action, but it was cut short, unfortunately, right when things were about to get good, because we had main event Jay Uso teaming up with Kofi Claus, and they were facing the Imperium Ludwig Kaiser and Vinci. Jay and Kofi both spent most of their careers in tag teams, so they know exactly what they're doing in tag team matches. This is nothing new to them, but I did not want to see main event Jay Uso teaming up with Kofi Kingston. I want to see Jay Uso main eventing in singles matches. Well, slow your roll there, baby steps, because this can be the start of a feud between Jay Uso and Gunther in the Intercontinental title picture. Jay Uso started working with Gunther's Imperium goons and is most likely gonna work his way up to the big boss man the Intercontinental Champion Gunther so if that's the case then I am all for this. Imperium began the heat on Kofi Kingston building up the hot tag to Jay Uso when Kofi Kingston caught Vinci jumping off the top rope with the drop kick and Vinci took a big nasty bump whiplashing the back of his head on the ring mat not himself silly the ref immediately stepped in to do his job and check on vinci as soon as the ref saw vinci was dazed he threw up the x sign and immediately called off the match good call on the referee for protecting the talent and not letting the match continue i heard there's some other companies that claim to be the safest place that will not only let the match continue but will also let the talent get dropped on their head a couple more times after that speaking of talents getting Getting dropped on their head the goof boy the Miz has a segment of his talk show Miz TV and the Miz TV chants get louder and louder every week now the Miz was supposed to have the judgment day as his guest on this clown talk show but you will never catch the judgment day dead on this goofy segment but our truth is more than willing to be a part of the Miz's goofy talk show and this was very goofy but very entertaining at the same time our truth was blessing the city of San Diego with his comedic timing when The Miz and R-Truth got interrupted by JD Madonna and the hometown hero Dominic Mysterio. Dominic Mysterio was in his own hometown 619 and was getting booed out of the building. I believe the loudest city to boo Dominic Mysterio in the entire world had to be Dom's very own hometown of San Diego. Now that's real heat. R-Truth reminds everyone that he beat JD Madonna on the loser leaves judgment day match and now JD is not part of the judgment day anymore another tag team match is set for the night the reunited awesome truth versus the judgment days JD Madonna and Dominic Mysterio R-Truth was mostly being silly through this tag team match pretending to tag in his opponents from the judgment day and the 
Miz got the pin to give the awesome truth the win over the Judgment Day. This was a long segment of Miz TV and a goofy tag team match just to get a goofy babyface over like the Miz. The party girls of the WWE Women's Tag Team Division and the Women's Tag Team Champions Katana and Kaden were out partying in some nightclub when they were paid a visit by the former Women's Tag Team Champions Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. And man, this felt like a bad episode of Days of Our Lives. Just a bad soap opera feel with this horrible video package filled with a bunch of bad acting. Rhea Ripley defended her women's championship on day one of 2024 versus Ivy Nile. Ivy Nile looks like a real athlete with a real athletic background. However, what the hell has Ivy Nile done to deserve this title shot? Absolutely nothing. Ivy Nile debuted in NXT February 2020. Since then, Ivy Nile has been on NXT but didn't win any titles. Ivy Nile then moved up to the main roster in November 2023 where she was part of the Women's Battle Royal for the number one contender to face Rhea Ripley that Zoe Starks won. Then, Ivy Nile was a part of the Fatal 4-Way Women's Tag Team match where Ivy Nile randomly teamed up with Maxine Dupree and they also lost that match and that was it. Two matches Ivy Nile has had on Monday Night Raw, not one singles match and she got a title shot. Rhea Ripley won of course but what the fuck I mean really? The great king our great leader Mr. Trips announced on Twitter that he may or may not confirm the return of a former WWE champion for this day one episode of Monday Night Raw and that can be pretty much anybody and there was a lot of talk that it could have been Batista. Some also guessed Jinder Mahal. And my God, sometimes the IWC impresses me with their theories because nothing gets past them. Everyone was standing with their phones out waiting around to capture the return of this former champion. And it was none other than Jinder Mahal. And everyone in the arena just went, Aww. In disappointment. Welcome back, Jinder Mahal. Jinder continued to take shots at the United States, doing the classic un-American heel spiel. Talking in Punjabi, hating on the United Nations, just really laying it in on the American public in attendance, when all of a sudden, Mr. America shows up. No, not Hulk Hogan, but the other Mr. America, the American badass. No, not that guy either. It was none other than The Rock to see save us all from the bad evil foreign heel Jinder Mahal. The Rock did his usual classic rock stuff all the gimmicks, it doesn't matter you jabroni laid the smack down on Jinder on Monday Night Raw and again The Rock is back just in time for the Royal Rumble and for Wrestlemania and he actually said it The Rock really took it there. I'm gonna go out to eat. Should I sit at a bar or at a booth or how about at the head of the table and the fans in San Diego went bananas. The fans on the internet also went wild because the only thing that they could talk about after hearing what The Rock had to say was the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. Oh, well, Cody is screwed now. He's never gonna finish the story now. Cody should just go back to AEW and finish the story there. This is exactly what everyone was saying when CM Punk showed up in the WWE. And that's exactly what they're gonna say
day when the next guy shows up and the next guy shows up and the guy after that and that's all they're ever gonna say for every reason ever go oh, cody rhodes should just go back to AEW. cody rhodes is being misused in wwe didn't cody lose a match with the stipulation that he can't ever challenge for the AEW world title versus chris jericho even if cody rhodes was dumb enough to go back to AEW, he wouldn't even be able to finish the story in AEW, and i say that in quotes because the real story that cody wants to finish is in the wwe either way last year cody did not finish the story in the wwe after losing to roman reigns this year he still might not finish the story maybe he will we don't know even with cm punk and the rock being in the wwe they're not the only ones that are going after roman cody rhodes is going after roman as well la knight randy orton aj styles and everyone and their mamas cody might not even finish the story this year either but y'all ain't ready for that conversation yet either way this is an exciting time in wwe because there's so many options so many things can happen involving all of these major stories stars in the company and we went from seeing the most electrifying man in sports entertainment to tegan knox and natalia where they were in a women's tag team match versus Shayna baszler and zoe starks these women were tasked to follow up one of the biggest stars in the entire world not just in wrestling but in the entertainment world in general Shayna baszler hit tegan knox with a roundhouse kick that michael cole said it echoed through the entire arena well that was because the crowd for this match was dead as fuck the silence was so loud throughout this entire match and for the heavyweight championship in the main event of day one seth rollins versus drew mcintyre drew was all over seth rollins throughout the match making seth fight from underneath drew even went for another abalama slam on the steel steps like last time but seth learned his lesson and said nah fam i'm not gonna let you do that to me again drew and seth were having a classic main event 50-50 match where they hit each other with move after move and no one was selling anything until the judgment day music hits and here comes senior money in the bank running to cash in the briefcase and i knew it was too good to be true because damian priest tried to cash in but it got canceled again for the 87th time since he got that damn contract this time it was by a claymore given by a salty sky then drew mcintyre runs in the ring wishes seth rollins a happy new year gives him another claymore of his own and gets a two count because seth rollins somehow managed to get his foot on the ropes seth rollins turned the tables and gave drew a pedigree on the announced table rolls drew mcintyre in the ring and pins drew mcintyre one two three to retain the wwe world heavyweight championship on day one we're going into the new year with the same champion seth rollins damien priest still can't cash in his briefcase to save his life but that was the very very first episode of the year january 1st let me know what you guys thought about the first episode of raw hit me up at snug wrestling thank you guys for listening and we will talk soon